Warning, the following program has been rated M for mature due to language, vulgarity, and sexual innuendo. Welcome to the highlight of your week. They are the truth seekers looking to change the world for the better. Using the latest research and groundbreaking science, they seek to inform the simpletons. They dream of a day filled with gays, where women get paid like dicks and religion doesn't try to fuck kids. They are the intellectual saviors! Prepare yourself for atrociousness. All phasers set to fuck. Hello, everybody, and welcome to The Intellectual Saviors. I am one of your hosts, Eric. And I am Michael. Holy shit, back-to-back weeks. We haven't done this in a while. Um, hey, man. I think we're doing pretty good. Look, after you've been doing something... Like, we've been doing this for almost five years now. Or have we been doing it for five? No, almost five. It'll be five yeah, in almost. Se- first of September. So, at this point, it's... And plus, Trump's fucking made politics talk not as much fun like when obama's in is great because we rarely never talked about obama we just got the shit on republicans obstructing and doing stupid shit in their states that's why we did fun segments like the florida and all that other shit because that's we had to to just make fun of shit to fill time because obama was like you know it's the no drama obama yeah trump fucking has ruined everything we we cannot have fun anymore (laughs) fucking ah Trump. Yeah, I can't. I can't tell if Trump knows that he's not in a reality TV show. Uh, why? Because he says shit like, "Do you have tapes of Jim Comey?" Goes, "You'll find out later, and <laughs> you might not like exactly. what you find out." Yeah, it's like it's like all showmanship and grandstanding, and like you know, commercial break. Yeah, it's like asshole. Just fucking tell us. I don't know. He, he's uh, he said he would take the stand if he had to. I think didn't he? Uh, yeah, but they asked Sean Spicer about it today. Which, in the, it I, I would love it. I would absolutely love it, because you know he's going to lie. Yeah, you but... You know it. You know he would lie, and well, then it would be game over. Yeah, but they asked him, They asked, like I said, they asked about that today in the press conference, and Spicer said, he goes, yeah, he said he would meet with Bob Mueller. Uh, yep, blah, 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 but blah, blah. But he won't do, like, a fucking congressional one, you know, in public. Which it's still, it's like it doesn't matter where he does it, he gets yeah, on he the still record. Lies. Yeah, yeah. It, you know, it's it doesn't. It's like okay, that's fine. We don't get to hear him, but we hear him enough. We, I mean, he's already fucking said he's he obstructed. I mean, he fucking yeah. said it in an interview. He said so it in an interview. Yep. It's like public record, so it doesn't matter. So it's like that's fine with me. Let's put him in front of Mueller. I don't think Mueller would want him yet, though, because I think. I brought this up on the show before. I think that they're going to start investigating like financial ties and stuff. I think it's going to be a really wide range. Yeah, they it's, they filed that stuff today, actually. Yeah, so I think there's a ways to a go. A lawsuit, you know, claiming um, that Trump is getting financial gain from foreign leaders that stay in his hotels. Well, yeah, that yeah, breaking that emoluments clause. Yeah, I think that was some liberal groups that did that. Um, but I mean, like. As far as like I, I brought this on the show before, like Treasury was requesting records 
uh, banking records oh, of his. Oh, yeah, yeah. Because of like mean. Russian ties and stuff between uh, things with his family. Yeah. And that's one of the things where Jared was implicated because, like, Jared, of course, he's, dude, he's fucking a Trump clone. He's another one that his father was super rich. And yep. that's, you know, and that he got into like a really, like, he got into Harvard or something because of his father. Like, his grades are shit, but. Like George W. Bush. <laughs> yeah. but, uh, Who was it? Somebody like made a little rant on him, and it was fucking hilarious. And they were talking about that. They're like, he was such a genius that his father had to donate millions of dollars to get him to an Ivy League school that he wanted to go to. Yeah. And they're like, I mean, and then furthermore, he even solidified his genius by the first thing he did when he got his wealth was to buy a newspaper in 2006, because yeah. we all know that that was the heyday <laughs> of newspapers. <laughs> Yeah, and then I, the thing that they're really getting on for is he bought some skyscraper um, in Manhattan. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yep. And I love it. It's like the address is like 666 Fifth Avenue or something. Yep. <laughs> and uh, they said it's just like he bought it at the worst time in the market, um, like at the highest value, like right before the we had the big crash. Mm-hmm. So he's so underwater, like billions of dollars underwater at that. And so a lot of the speculations, you know, he worked a lot with these Russians to get financing, much like Trump, like Trump after he had all his bankruptcies and especially the bankruptcies with the casinos, he couldn't get anybody to lend money yeah. to him in New York. Cause so it, yeah, because it wasn't like uh, he was talking to Russian officials; he was talking to Russian bankers. Yeah, they work for the bank that works for the government of Russia. Yeah, like, like the <laughs> the guy that runs like the national bank is like Putin's yeah. guy, you know. So, yeah, there's a lot of ties there. So I think, I don't think that they'd want Trump to come in right away anyway. I think that they kind of, even without him perjuring himself, which he'll do, I think they already have a decent case. I mean, it's hard to prove because with the language, you know, it's like, oh, I hope you'd, you know, this and that and stuff. It's, they might be able to work around it where it wouldn't be impeachment level obstruction, but. They could easily censure him, but the Republicans won't do that. The only anything is going to happen to Congress is if it's just so fucking blatant, you know, that they they don't have a choice, you know. Yeah. So I don't know, but I think this other stuff could be what ends up biting him in the ass in the long run. But yeah, we'll see. So you said you had tons of fucking stuff you wanted to go through. <sighs> I said I had some stuff. I didn't say tons <laughs> of stuff. God damn it! Don't be show fucking- over. Don't be putting fucking words in my mouth. Show over. Um, so some interesting stuff. Uh, I know. I don't know if you've been paying attention to it, but for the past couple of weeks, they've been going over the uh, Flando Castile case. That's actually I, in court. I saw a thing on it, but I, I, I'm not gonna lie and say I've been keeping up with it. So they are at the end of the trial, pretty much. So I, I would say within a few days, we'll, we're probably gonna know, like. You know what what the verdict is, um, unless of course it's a hung jury, which will who knows. Um, but what I find interesting is when they talk about the uh, defense mm-hmm. and the statements that they have from the officer and his account of things, and how it completely contradicts everything that's on videotape, that's on audio, and that he even said right after the fact. <laughs> yeah and they're still going with this defense that he saw the gun it's like okay he already said that he never saw the gun he just yep. saw him reaching mm-hmm. um and then i think probably the the two things that 
caught my attention the most was first uh, on the stand, he said that when Philando Castile said, I have to tell you I have a gun, he said at that point he started to panic. Hmm. It's like, so you're an officer yep. who has the authority to pull out his gun and shoot somebody to death. And just the fact of somebody saying they have a gun. And not only that, but it's not like, oh, I have a gun, you know, like a threatening way. It was like, yeah. I have to tell you, I have a gun. Like, mm-hmm. I'm giving you a heads up. <laughs> like, yeah, so don't fucking shoot. Yeah, me. exactly. And <laughs> that alone sent you into a fucking panic. Like, okay, you are the biggest fucking pussy ever. If that sent you into a panic, you have no right to be a police officer. You know, I feel the same way because we've had this discussion before, but I got to say, though, this is another thing about the whole concealed weapons in all these states, especially. Oh, no, I understand. I was going to work into that, but go ahead. No, 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 I was just going to say that to me, it's like, look, we all know these cops, man. So, I mean, some of them are just fucking bad fucking dudes, but. I think some of them, man, they are fucking skittish, you know? Yeah, they're terrified. And then... Rightfully no one, so. Yeah, and then knowing anybody could be carrying a concealed weapon at any time, I mean, that just makes them more fucking paranoid, which doesn't help the case. I mean, so a lot of it, I think the gun laws play a lot of it. I mean, I think some, most of these cops are ridiculous, but I, I would say there's got to be a percentage, like a decent... Like, let's say about 25% of these shootings probably wouldn't take place if... You know, everybody wasn't fucking packing heat. You know, maybe the cops wouldn't have it on their mind so much and stuff. Yeah. Because I think a lot of times it's like that, you know, oh, I thought I saw him go for a gun or this or that. It's like, it's just so prevalent now because everybody's got fucking concealed. It's like Texas, man. Yeah. They're trying to do it where anybody could carry it like on campuses and fucking bars and shit like this. It's like, really? This is what we're doing? So, I don't know. I, I mean, so, yeah. I give them a little bit of leeway, but just a tiny I mean, no, bit. Yeah, I, I understand the heightened awareness because, you know, we're we're the land of guns, <sighs> you know? So I'm moving to Australia, dude, after the kids um, get out of the house. <laughs> uh, so, I mean, I understand it to a point, but when somebody is, you know, being very cordial with you mm-hmm. and giving you the heads up, like, there's no reason to panic at that point. They say it in a threatening manner. Like, especially as a cop, I seriously doubt anybody is going to, in a threatening manner, in a vulnerable position, say, I got a gun, motherfucker, and whip it out and try and shoot you. <laughs> that would <laughs> that would be fucking a bad practice to say, I have a gun and I'm going to shoot you with it. Just hold yeah. on a second. <laughs> like, who the fuck would do that? That's terrible. Um <laughs> It's just not good planning. So at that point, uh, he said he got tunnel vision. And uh, like Flando Castile even said, I'm not reaching for my gun when he was going for his wallet. And (laughs) they asked him if he heard it. And he said, no, I did not hear it at all. Of course not. And then, you know, you walk in. The the funny thing that the defense was saying was that Flando Castile was not. What did they say? They said he was not adhering to commands. Mm Mm-hmm. But the funny thing is, is that the officer never said any commands. By the time Flando Castile said, I have to let you know I have a gun, mm-hmm. that point on, the cop didn't say shit. He panicked, 
He whipped out his gun, did not say shit, and just shot the fuck out of him. See, I never heard, like, the audio and the rest of it. I assume, I guess you have, because you've been paying attention. But the only thing I remember is initially when it first happened. Because, of course, it was on Twitter, dude. And that video that his girlfriend took was on there. So I saw that. So I just got the part from, like, after he had shot him. And the woman's panicking. And she's, like, doing the video of it and saying, this is what happened. Like, going through it step by step. And you can see the cop, he's flustered and already in panic he's panicking panicking the, on- he even said i'm sorry yeah <laughs> so, I, re- I remember seeing that video and i remember seeing him say i'm sorry so i'm like, like well, sorry you piece of shit the fuck you sorry oh well okay sorry gets you we'll we'll give you manslaughter then instead of yeah. second degree how about that, <laughs> that since you're sorry i don't know man i feel like i don't feel bad for the cop or anything because like you said it's you get into that line of work. It's like I always say at the military. You sign up for that shit, and a war breaks out. You you should have known that's part of the fucking job description. It's like being a fireman. You know you're going to have to rush into a fucking fire occasionally yeah. to save a life. You yeah. know, so if you... Yeah, don't, don't cry me a river. <laughs> if you don't... Yeah, if you don't have the psyche for it, you know, don't... It's like... And I can say it's like you... Of course, we know this. Like, you've got family... And the police and the fire department. I've been in the military, so like yeah. we could say this shit. We're not just idiots just throwing us. It's like you know yeah. these things, you and, know. And so, I'll let you know, like my sisters, you know, the one that's a police op. Well, now she's a detective. Mm-hmm. I've never heard her once complain about you know the threat that she faces when she goes out on the street. Um, and I've never heard my sister, who's a firefighter, ever complain about you know, the potential danger of running into a fire. Actually, the firefighter, she revels in it. Yeah. She fucking loves it. Yeah. Like, she's (laughs) like, I don't want anybody's house to burn down, but I always hope that there's a fire when I'm on shift. I think I actually think I remember saying that to us when we went down there that time to visit. Like, she's not going to actually, you know, she doesn't want it to happen, but she does. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. I mean, some people, it's... She enjoys it. That's her job. She fucking loves it. Yeah. You know, my, my other sister is a police officer. She loves her job. She gets to go after actual criminals mm-hmm. and, you know, work up a case to where they can prosecute them and throw them in jail. And that's what I've said that in the past. When I when I wanted to be a cop, I wanted to be a cop to be a detective to try to solve cases and actually do some good. It's Like I said, no offense to cops, but cops yeah. are kind of worthless. Like, they don't really stop crimes from happening they just kind of yep. show up after the fact yeah it's very rare <laughs> so very I mean, yeah, very rare it does happen i mean i'm not saying they're no oh, yeah shit certainly. they're all eating donuts in their car but i mean for the most part like the detectives and stuff they're the ones that are really doing the shit that's what i wanted yeah. to get into and i remember so. when i was younger and republican um <laughs> and believed in jesus and, yeah and a christian <laughs> um there there was a song that i liked and i remember there was a part of the song where the singer, he says, you're worthless like a cop at the scene of a crime. And I was like, well, that's just fucking offensive, you know, and whatever. <laughs> and I d- really didn't understand it, you know, because I didn't yeah. I didn't distinguish between a detective and a cop. Mm-hmm. You know, so he was saying, like, what are you going to do? You, you know, block off the crime scene and just stand there and make sure that nobody does shit. No, there's well, no guess doubt. What? Shit's already happened. Yeah, there's no <laughs> doubt. Cops serve a purpose. They do have a job. I mean, I'm just, but for the most part, like yeah. I said, no, 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 absolutely. I mean, they, <laughs> you know, they, you know, a lot of the times, there are definitely times where they do 
actually prevent, you know, and sometimes those random, you know, traffic stops actually wind up like catching somebody who's really bad. Mm Mm-hmm. Does happen, but typically that's luck. You know, like that one big bust that they had in Arlington, I think yesterday or today. I don't oh, know if man. you heard about that. Oh no, I didn't hear this. But yeah, some uh landlord in an apartment complex like saw some green leafy substance. Uh oh. Uh because he was maintenancing an apartment and it turned out to be marijuana. But there wasn't just marijuana in there. There was like a shitload of other drugs. <laughs> and a shitload of guns too. Yeah, well, <laughs> and it was funny, like the um, partying, man. <laughs> yeah, they were interviewing officers and, you know, it just came out and uh, what are they called? The captain or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, he was just point blank about it. He was like, this was pure luck. <laughs> that, hey, yeah. that sometimes it's just the way it goes. Like, it's like uh, you said, man, they yeah. pull people over sometimes and. You find out, hey, this but, motherfucker's got a warrant, or this car's stolen, or yeah. you just get lucky, and yeah. I mean, like I said, everybody serves a place. I don't know. We'll have to keep up. So we should be hearing what the verdict on this in the next couple of days. Uh, yeah, that's that's what um, most people are saying. Uh, so, the other thing that I found interesting was, and, and I know this is going to infuriate black listeners because you probably hear it all the damn time. I probably pissed them off last um, week. <laughs> so, but yeah, that's true. <laughs> Scott definitely did not like that episode. Well, yeah, just finish your thought. I'll I have a little disclaimer <laughs> on that. <laughs> um, but the defense was saying that because he feared for his life, he was justified in his actions. Mm-hmm. And yeah. that that's that's the same line you get for every cop that shoots anybody, unarmed or armed. Yeah, it's they were fearing for their life. At that point, they're justified. Well, you know what? Work for George Zimmerman. It's like so, or Zimmer. What's his name? Can, Zimmerman. Yeah, Zimmerman. Can I? Yeah, Can <laughs> I run around and kill people and just say that I was in fear for my life? Pretty much. I mean, is that how it works now? Well, but they have to be black and wearing a hoodie. Oh shit! Okay. Then you can get, then you can get away with it. I'll keep that in mind. Yeah. So if you want to kill a white person, you have to shoot them, then put blackface yeah. on them real quick. I mean, we'll see. We we. We'll see what happens. I mean, this jury, it's not exactly diverse. I think there's only two blacks in the Whoa. jury. Um, so, <laughs> uh, who knows where where that's going to go. Um, yeah, but... More than know, likely, man. I have a feeling that it's going to be a hung jury. Yeah. Uh, that's just my guess. Yeah, there'll be one or two that'll be like, well, I understand. I have to take the side of the cops. They're protecting us. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Some, some... I mean, I, I understand if you're pro-cop, but need to understand that just because they have a badge does not mean that they're absolved of everything well, or that they're a good person. Even if he gets convicted, I mean, let's be honest, dude. Like, what kind of a sentence do you think he'd really get? I mean, Probably you know not much. Saying? Yeah. Probably I not mean, if... Pro- definitely not as much as, like, if you killed him. Oh, no, no way. If but you I said, mean, oh, yeah, I was a good Samaritan, like, trying to help him out with his flat tire, and I saw his gun, so I freaked out and shot him. You... No way. You, yeah. you definitely would not be getting off as light of a sentence as a cop would. Well, we'll see, man. I mean, there's since there's been more incidents since then, it's so much tension about everything. I I don't know. Hopefully the system will work this time, but, you know, little faith, little faith. Um, Just to make a quick comment since we talked about that, because I, I want to kind of, this little story I got from this week, it kind of almost goes a, 
I mean, it really has nothing to do except for how I'm going to pull it together for what I kind of discussed last week. So when they had all the pride marches and stuff um, yeah. this past week. So DC yep. had a huge one. And I was listening to these guys on the radio and stuff. And one of them was in DC this week and he observed it and he was talking about it. And I kind of looked it up and read a little on it. Um, it was kind of funny. So it's like the biggest, you know, gay pride parade. Yeah. Going, you know, out there in DC and stuff. He says it's just massive. He said, but they had to shut down the route and reroute it for a while because of protesters. So, what for, right off the bat when you hear protesters, protesters, gay, gay pride parade, what kind of like anti gay people? The first thing I would think of is like extreme right wing Christians, but no, he said the protesters that fucked up the parade and made them have to reroute it were like these really hardcore leftists that said that these gay pride people weren't going far enough and because they weren't promoting enough for like transgendered people and you know like the, it, by it was what <laughs> i'm like this is the shit i was talking about last week when i said you know how everybody jumped on bill moore like liberals progressive minded people gotta stop fucking doing this shit to each other like I'm not saying, it's like I was saying last week, white people are, do fucked up things. We say shit we shouldn't say. We get in our little groups. But you know what? Every It's like I did the whole, I was trying to talk about the prejudice thing. I'm like, everybody does it, dude. I've been around a bunch of black guys and heard them say shitty shit about white people. I've been around Asians and heard them say shitty shit about black people. I've been around, it's like every group does it. And I'm not saying it's right. But like I said, everybody's a little prejudiced. It's just, it's inherent in us as humans, you know, but we still got to work together and there are good, like I said last week, six, yeah, 60% of fucking white people always vote Republican. They're fucking up, you know? I mean, whether it's racial reasons or whatever, and I'm sure there's a good percentage that there's a little bit to do with that. Yeah. Um, but there's still 40% of white people that are voting for progressive <laughs> ideals that, you know, believe in civil yeah. rights and equality. I do, and, I do have one little point. I don't know if you um, saw this past week's uh, Bill Maher episode. Oh, I did. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Um, I wanted so, to see you know, how he'd handle it. So it, it was definitely apologizing, but he was a little bit like, you know, hey, I mean, you know, shit happens. <laughs> you know, um, but one thing that um, I can't remember who it was. I think it was the the black lady that he had on the panel. Mm-hmm. Um, she brought up a point that I really didn't think about last week, and it definitely made sense. Um, uh, I think I think her name is Simone something. Uh, she worked for Bernie Sanders campaign. Yes, um, where she kind of said, "Well, some of the anger stems from the fact that it could be perceived." I mean, it was just a joke for sure. Yeah, but it could be perceived that he was saying that house slaves were somehow treated better than you know the land slaves. Yeah. So mm-hmm. I I, didn't, I really didn't think about that last week, but I mean that. That's a good point. It's like no, they they still were treated like shit. They were still raped by the masters. Yeah, still beat all that stuff. Not able to read, just because they were inside did not make it any easier or better to be that slave versus, you know, somebody out in the fields. And I think that's a good point. Like stuff like that. That's why when so he throws, that- I could I could understand that kind of anger. That yeah. you know that that would really rile people up. I mean, it's already you know just. As a white person saying that word, I know it sounds ridiculous, but he's, you know he's, he's already fucking uh, up. Yeah, Ice Ice Cube, he had a good point with that too. He was like, "No, we took that word back. It's our word, and you are not allowed to say it." 
See, I don't think, I think there's a big rift in the black community about that. Cause I've heard so many, um, I think it's like the older, like, you know how I, I was saying last week, one thing where I'll, you know, I understand because there's not a lot of distance there. Like why younger black people, they get so upset because they can hear, uh, you know, tells from their grandparents who still yeah. went through separate water fountains, separate bathrooms, you know, were called, you know, all kinds of fucked up shit. Oh, I'm, and, I'm pretty sure there's still black people today that hear shit. No, no, no. I, still no, get called that. But I mean, didn't, but I'm saying, but they, they don't know like how bad it really was with the segregated oh, yeah, yeah, and stuff, yeah. no, but, no, they're, no. but they're still so close to it where they have family members that they could set and explain it to them and they have to live it through like people oh, that they love, like their grandparents. And it's still there. I mean, yeah, we're definitely more diverse than we were then, but instead of just legal segregation, now it's just economic segregation. Uh, yeah, I mean, well, it's always been that. It just has, that hasn't as proved as much. But I think the thing was when Ice Cube was saying that, he took some shit for that too. And I think he should because it's one of those things where that we're going to take the word back. It That's, it's like, it reminds me of, uh, what the fuck is it, Clerks 2, where he keeps calling everybody a porch monkey. He's like, dude, oh, what, the, yeah. what the fuck are you doing? He goes, hey, when I was a kid, we used to play on the porch and my grandma calls a little porch monkey. He goes, I'm taking it back from the black people. It's like, no, I don't think you get it. It's still offensive to people. It's like that older generation. No. I think they don't want to be called that because for them, it's a different connotation even yeah. than the younger black people. Like they use it in rap and all this other shit and they're trying to make it into like an endearing word when they're with their, you know, their fucking, you know, the other fucking African-American people that they hang out with. But then... You know, it puts. It keeps I was it hoping you were gonna go full racist and say homies right there. <laughs> no, I wasn't gonna say homies. <laughs> the homeses, <laughs> homies and the homeses. But, but I mean, like, I think for older, the older generations, I don't think they appreciate that from the younger people as much either. So, I think that we're like, yeah, Ice Cube has a point to an extent. I think he's even wrong. I think, you know, maybe it's up to this younger generation. Not take the word back, but let's try try and kill it fucking completely. Take it out of, you know, rap and black culture and black music and stuff. Because it's one of those things like in Germany, right? With the Nazis and stuff. And I'm not saying you can scrub history, but let's put it this way. The Germans have a fucking, they have that hanging over their heads for life, you know, the whole Nazi thing. So after World War II, like... Germans couldn't mention like Hitler and fucking Nazis and stuff like they kind of like tried to erase that from their history and stuff because they didn't even want that in there. I mean, it comes to a point where that's a pretty big fucking blemish. That's what I'm saying. And just like slavery is a pretty big fucking blemish. Yeah. You don't write that out of history, but I'm saying like things like the wards or something. If you know it offends, even like your older generation, maybe you, you know, like I said, you guys can work on taking that out of the, the fucking yeah. vocabulary too and stuff. Like I said, people are still going to say shit and they're going to do things and it's just the way it is. But you have to kind of pick and choose your targets. And like I said, Bill Maher, I don't agree with everything he says. I think he says some dumb shit sometimes. But overall, I do like the way he goes about things as far as just kind of saying shit and not being so reserved. Because I think that's the problem with progressives and liberals. Like I said, with the gay pride thing. It's like you have a gay pride. They're out promoting, you know, they're proud of their accomplishments, how far they've come and stuff, and just having fun, being themselves, you know, which they couldn't do, you know, 
30, 40 years ago, 50 years ago without being completely ridiculed. And that now they can live that. And then you have even fucking more leftist groups. Like they're not inclusive enough and give them shit. like, stop the nonsense. First off, work together. (laughs) It's called a gay pride parade. Yeah, there are plenty of people that are transgender that are still straight. Mm-hmm. So I I never quite understood why people want to group them all together. Well, they're just calling it Pride. Just like it's Pride, oh, okay, pride okay, Parade. Okay. It, this is like pride what parade. Pride gotcha, Week, gotcha, Pride gotcha. Day, Pride Month. I don't fucking know. Well, how are they not, not doing mm-hmm. enough to include them? If people don't show up that aren't transgender, then how, what the fuck are they supposed to do? I mean, I don't know. I'm not involved in it. And like I said, I looked into it a little bit because I just heard about this today. So I didn't. They didn't let them make floats or something? (laughs) I don't know. But I'm just saying, that's the kind of shit that it's like, God damn it, stop it. It's like, look, I understand white people do dumb shit, black people get pissed, and black people want to protest stuff, like I said. But remember, there are some white people that are going to say dumb shit and do dumb things sometimes, but they're still on your side, you know? Just like white people got to learn that fucking, yeah, sometimes black people go out, like I've talked about this before, you know, they'll have protests and then it turns kind of violent or shit gets broke. And then everybody's like, Oh, look at them. Look at those blacks. Look what they're doing again. This is why we have trouble getting behind. It's like, but that's not all of them. It's like, you, you gotta be able to distinguish, but it's like, I always say, I'm like, don't fucking do this shit, dude. You get white people behind you. Cause you get those cr- middle of the road, white people, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? They're a little, if a little wishy-washy there and they get behind you on a cause like a Philando Castro or something like that happens. And you can't, Take it that other way, and then they, oh, maybe not. <laughs> we got to work together, because this is why we got a fucking Trump in the White House now, because of shit like this, and that motherfucker is taking everything that's been done in the last eight years and just <laughs> shitting on it and yeah. wiping it ass with the, the, with the bill. You know, on the campaign trail, you know, he really didn't have much policies, and now, you know, we kind of know what his policy is, and his policy is just to unpolicy everything that Obama did. <laughs> yeah, that, that's pretty much a way I don't think it. that that is a policy, but that's what his his policy clearly is. He's huh? do, he's not doing anything else. It's just do, undoing Obama's policies. That's pretty much all the Republicans wanted to do. Um, <laughs> I mean, yeah, I don't know if you saw his um, $1 tr- trillion dollar, uh infrastructure plan uh i was too busy listening to all the comey stuff i mean the infrastructure week kind of got put off track yeah <laughs> i didn't really so, keep up with it there's several glaring things um surprise surprise mm-hmm. um where it has very little to do with infrastructure and a lot more to do with tax cuts for the wealthy yet again yeah um so first off, uh, the way that the plan is laid out, it doesn't even hit the $1 trillion mark. It's laid out to build over years, and it only builds up to $800 billion. Uh-huh. So it falls shy of the $1 trillion infrastructure plan that they call it. This is not my words. This is their words. They call it the $1 trillion infrastructure plan. Um, and then the tax cuts, how it works is that instead of the government reforming uh bridges uh doing maintenance work highways you know infrastructure of course instead of that it goes to contractors and then to kind of um lure contractors into doing this work they give them tax breaks on it yeah i saw that they're gonna try and privatize a lot of it 
Some more than others. Uh, there are certain aspects that are really bad. There, there are some loopholes and ways to where they could get... The, essentially, the contractor pays like 12 cents on the dollar. So that means taxpayers, us, are on the hook for 88 of those... 88 cents of that dollar. Yep. Even though it's a private contractor... Like the fuck, <laughs> so uh, essentially, it, you know, and who owns these big contract companies who are going to get these bids? I wonder. Could Any could it possibly be buddies that he knows from all of his uh, work doing buildings and making golf courses and shit? That's the problem. Every time they do these private partnerships with the government, or maybe his own company. Oh, they, that they wouldn't allow. I mean, there's no way they'd he'd be able to pull uh, that one off. No, I, I mean, he, he really won't be able to do that. But, well, then again, though, I mean. This guy seems to whip his dick out and everybody just goes, ah, it's just Trump. Uh, then again, I was going to say, during the rock, though, I mean, Cheney's old company. Yep. Fucking got to go over there and get all those billion-dollar no-bid contracts. Yeah. And that's another thing. That's that's another one of these private partnerships. Let's fucking get the private sector to do things. Like, you hear a lot of military people bitching about this. These guys over in their military, they don't make shit. Believe me, I know that for a fact. And, like, they have jobs where they drive trucks. That's what you do in the military. You're a fucking truck driver. And they don't make anything to do it. They make fifteen, twenty thousand dollars $20,000 a year, and they're over there already getting paid by the government to do that job. But instead, they'd have Halliburton or another group like that where they would pay these guys literally six figures to go over there and drive a truck and they were driving trucks beside our military guys. They're making 120, $150,000 to be over there for six months, living in nice quarters, getting better food and everything. And our military guys are sitting there watching this shit. And they're like, these motherfuckers will be here for six months and make more than I'll make in my entire career. Yep. And it's yeah. like, it brings down morale. We all pay for it. You know, yeah. it's, it's just like in Afghanistan when I remember reading reports and, uh, you know, of soldiers that are guarding opiate farms. And they're like, what the fuck? Why am I guarding an opiate farm? Oh, because our CIA need, CIA need to bring it back into the country. Like, so. what the hell? <laughs> I mean, poppy farm, sorry. But yeah, makes opium. Yeah. <laughs> we talked about this before. Like I said, I'll be conspiracy guy right now. Uh, just go look at, um, like, opioid... Like the heroin epidemic, like it pretty much was down to nothing in this country. And then look at and when it we skyrocketed took Af- when yeah. we took over Afghanistan. Yep. Look, just look at the numbers from coincidentally. To now. These yeah. large legal <laughs> drug companies started pushing opi- opioids like no, a no. motherfucker. But I'm just saying straight fucking heroin. Period. And here's oh the yeah, thing. yeah. Well, no, 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 no. See, th- this is a cycle though. See, the opioid pills are the mm-hmm. ones that are creating the heroin epidemic that's been going on because those pills are expensive yeah. as shit. So yeah. people get hooked on it. They don't have any other source because eventually either two things happen. Either their doctor pulls them off and says, no, I can't do this anymore. Yep. Or it gets so expensive that they can't afford it anymore, so they have to find a cheaper alternative, which is heroin. Heroin, yeah. So but- it does stem from the pharmaceutical companies mm-hmm. who, I mean, where the hell are they getting all this op- opium? Where? It's, like all, it's like I always said. I was like, hey, Could Afghanistan's- it coincidentally be the largest country that's manufacturing <laughs> opium? Like, um, opium? 
<laughs> I don't know any companies and stuff or people that are going over to Afghanistan to export this shit in their country. So how's it getting here? The only people we got that, over there are military. That, so that's what I'm saying. It's <laughs> think about it, people. That's all I'm saying. I'll leave it at that. <laughs> how's yeah. how's it all getting in our country? So the the same principles and policies that they used in Afghanistan and Iraq are now making their way into America where these contractors are going to just get fucking stupid wealthy off yeah. of us. I mean, that's what they want to do with everything. I mean, they that's what... I mean, remember they tried this with Bush a little bit for Social Security. They wanted to turn it over to the yep. private where they basically... That. All the money goes into the stock market. It's like, well, that's great when the market's blowing up like it is now, but when, when it, it crashes and everybody loses 40 50% of their fucking you know, their life savings, like when the crash occurred. Yeah. Well, here's what happens. So if that was the case, so let's Mm -hmm. say they did privatize it and it went to the stock market. Okay. So it goes in the stock market, stock market tanks. Mm -hmm. Who is going to be there to buy those stocks again? Just the wealthy, the Uber wealthy, like last time. Exactly. So the wealthy will literally be able to steal your retirement at that point. Well, it's like Trump. He even was gloating back in the day when the con- when the economy crashed, when the housing market crashed. He goes, "Oh, this oh yeah, is that great. he took advantage." Yep. Yeah, that's the way it always works. I mean, yeah. that's why the wealthy get wealthy. I've, I've never understood why people think that the wealthy give two shits about us or even care. I've never understood why people think this. They they don't. They don't give a flying fuck about you. You are a pawn, a minion, disposable. You're nothing. We need to tax the fuck out of these people or bring their wages down to something reasonable, like 300000 well, Nobody needs do- to make into the billions or the millions. Yeah, but you can't, you can't do anything about that because it is a capitalist society, but the tax... So, that tax the shit out of them. Yeah, I mean, if we went Once to you more- get over 500000 you get taxed out the ass, like, and I mean like 70%. Well... I mean, when we had the biggest boom in this country after World War II, uh, at that point, I mean, all the way up through Eisenhower, the the highest tax bracket was 90%. Yep. People forget about that, but that's when the country was blowing up. I mean, that's when we had... Yeah, because we had a shitload of money to go to education. You know what it was? That was when Eisenhower built the highway system and everything. Infrastructure. It created tons of great paying jobs. Mm -hmm. We had all the money to do it. And... You know, over and the, the public was of, getting educated. Even I think when Nixon was in, it was still in the seventy percent bracket, and then that's when Reagan came in and knocked that shit all the way down in the thirties. And then, of course, that's when we started growing these huge deficits, and we have done nothing with infrastructure for really the past thirty years. That's why but, we have, but but trickle down economics. Oh, I know it works great. <laughs> It just, we just don't have any fucking bridges or roads, you know? It's like watching China have like this speed fucking rail system where they can go 220 miles per hour and go, you know, we could have had all this in this country. We, that's why I get so frustrated. I bitch to my wife. I'm like, I'm so fucking done with this country. I'm like, if we would have just had sensible fucking people running the show, because everything in my eyes kind of really went downhill when Reagan took over. That's when it was the beginning. He destroyed unions, shifted the wealth, put you know the the fucking just say no to drugs bullshit, which is incarcerated millions of fucking people for bullshit crimes like possession of marijuana. No, shit it, like that. It, 
wasn't the just say no. It was the war on drugs. Yeah, no, and it really that, did. That proclamation to... turned it into yeah. something completely different. And it's like, man, it's like we're going back to that shit on steroids. If they pass any kind of a tax plan like they want, oh and, god, and we're fucked. Health, oh yeah, and this health care plan that they're like, it's funny. We talked about this already, so I want to go into detail on it. But it's like you know the big thing with the Demo- or the Republicans when they passed Obamacare is, hey, we got no say in this, and they ramrodded it through. Well. First of all, they worked on it for like a year and a half before they passed it. And they had plenty of fucking congressional meetings and stuff where Republicans got to add amendments to it and stuff to make changes. And then none of them voted for it still. This process, the House literally put theirs together in a couple weeks, revamped a couple things, made it worse to get some of the more hardcore Republicans to sign on the House. They passed it. No Democrat votes like before they even scored it. Sent over the, the Senate, Mitch McConnell and the senators are doing the same thing right now. They've had it for literally like a month, and they've already kind of got a plan in place, and they're going to try and put it on a vote before they fucking score it too. They're already talking about doing the same shit. It's like, this is what you call doing it behind closed doors with no fucking support from the other side. Like, they're not even letting the Democrats read it. I saw Claire McCaskill in one of the, I think is one of the financial committees or something today. She was like, when are we going to get a chance to see this? And possibly put amendments forward. Are we going to bring this up? And they get, I can't remember who the fuck runs the committee. But he's just like, no, nah, probably not. <laughs> you know, fuck you guys. We're, we're in charge. We'll do what we fucking want. And that's their attitude. It's like, God, man. It's like, well, I guess another 15 or 20 million people here in another couple years won't have health insurance again. It'll be like the good old days. So. <laughs> And then they pass that fucking tax plan and you think they're going to be able to pay for infrastructure and updating schools and education and grants and loans and stuff for people to go to college? Shit. Yeah. Uh, Kiss my ass. We'll be paying private companies to do it so they can get wealthy. Hmm. The little guy will be paying it. Like I said, man, I got... My little homie coming. I got uh, one kid. He's almost out of high school, and the other two are in their they're in middle school right now, or junior high, whatever you guys got where you're at. And uh, so they're pretty much out. So because it's like anything that this ass fucking hole does right now, it's going to take a few years before it really destroys things. So I'm pretty much will be able to get my kids out of high school before, or at least these, before all the damage is done. So. Like I said, hopefully I get these kids through, and then if I just want to see them kind of get through school and kind of get their shit together a little bit, and then I told the the wife, I'm like, you're gonna take advantage of that international nursing. <laughs> we're gonna we're moving our ass to Australia. Fuck this place. They got they don't have fucking mass shootings every day because they have actually strict gun laws like we should have. They have universal health care. I'm like. Plus, they speak English, which is number one for me because I can't learn another fucking language at this point in my life. I'm like, we're fucking going. And she's like, that's fine. She goes, they have a big Laos community there. (laughs) She goes, I'll be fine. (laughs) So I'm like, there we go. Fuck this shit. I'm going to go live with the fucking kangaroos, dude. Fucking done with it. (laughs) Like I said, everybody's like, oh, we got four. We just get him out four years and everything will be fine. I'm like, dude, you don't. It's like, you guys don't get it. The fact that he even got in. Yeah. It's like. This country is done. I mean, I think it's done because that opens up the floodgates. And it's just like the way the Republicans are just 
going along with all of his shit. It's like, you're never, we're not going to come back from this. I just don't think we can. I think it's, that was the breaking point, man. Like Sarah Palin having her as a VP candidate was terrible. I mean, it was a fucking joke, man. I mean, that was sad, but she didn't get in the white house. We survived that one. The Republicans tried to start fucking killing our, our democracy in our country with that one, but we got past it. You know, we had eight years of fucking legitimate, fucking smart, articulate president trying to do good things for the American people. And now it's just fucking crazy town again. And it's even worse. It's like, I just, I don't see it, man. I just don't see us recovering our standing in the world because even if we put in someone decent next time, everybody's going to be like, you motherfuckers still had Trump as your president. So we can't trust you people anymore. Oh, yeah, yeah. On the world stage, we're fucked for sure. I mean, we, I, we I, definitely submit. We submitted to China and said, okay, you go be the world leader. Yeah. Did you see yeah. that thing uh, Macron did about the uh, – he put out like a little commercial for our scientists and stuff? No. Oh, it was pretty cool. Um, it was on Twitter and stuff. I guess it's, you probably could find it pretty easy. He, after Dickhead got us out of the Paris Agreement, um, Macron went on TV, spoke in English, and gave a little speech and basically said, look, I know that your country, you know, your leadership in your country fucking, you know, may not put their full support into science and this is this. He goes, but if you believe... You know, because you want to work and do research on climate science and improving, you know, the environment, blah, 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 and you're a scientist or you're a researcher. He goes, I'm asking you, please come to France. We want you here. We want you to wow. work, for, work with us. And then he, he finished it by saying, uh, make the planet great again. <laughs> <laughs> so fucking I love genius. it. I love it. <laughs> I wanted to fucking high five that bitch. <laughs> That's good because they're, they're basically zeroing out the the whole climbing uh as far as within our government oh, yeah. uh research towards climate change they're, they're giving them no dollars you're done your mm-hmm. job is over so that that's pretty awesome that you know somebody else is saying hey we'll we'll pick up the tab we'll gladly take that i just yeah it's it's so sad that i saw some poll that was taken and it was i i think it was like a european wide poll and they're talking about it basically asks, you know, who do you look up to now as basically the leader of the free world? And like Merkel fucking easy. Like Trump wasn't, you know, I mean, it was like Merkel fucking. I mean, even Macron was hired. It's like that dude's been in office for like two weeks. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's like we. I mean, I can, it's just like, God damn it, dude. God damn it. This is what I'm talking about. Yeah. It's like, I, I, it, it boggles my mind still that climate change is like an argument. It, like, How? How, how the Man. fuck do you people be are that stupid? Like you're not a scientist, you do not know what's going on. You need to listen to the scientists. All of the scientists, except for like point nine percent, because those are the crazies that get paid to go on these fucking stupid ass shows and talk about how it's all a hoax. You know, it's- I. It, like, if you're going to pay somebody, why would you pay the 99%? <laughs> you know? <laughs> like, 
Like, ha- like yeah, though all those scientists are getting paid to fucking lie to your face. <sighs> and it's not just like a biologist or, you know, some or a botanist or something that's saying that <laughs> th- these are people that this is their career. Their mm-hmm. career is devoted to looking at climate change. And all of them say that yes, it's happening and yes, we have a hand in it. How the fuck are you denying that? That's like saying you deny gravity. All scientists agree that gravity is a thing. And you're like, no, I believe this one guy on YouTube that says it's a lie. The one thing, you make a great point because, man, it's like trying to think about it like this. Like, Republicans usually, they're big corporation, big oil, big gas, blah, blah, blah. And I can understand it for like, you know, they're suiting their little base for contributions and blah, blah, blah. But dude, like even like mobile and Shell and these companies are like, dude, we believe in this shit. Yeah. We shouldn't be cutting. Fun. It's like Exxon. Exxon Mobil's known it for decades. Well, they kind of hit it a little bit, but I mean, they're yeah. at least out in front now. Like we shouldn't get out of this. Like they were like, dude, we don't need to get away from this arrangement. You know, this accord They're They were against it. If all these big Tech companies and everybody's like, yeah, we need to stay in this, dude. We got to work on this. This is an issue. And I'm like, in the past, like I said, I could understand a bunch of Republicans because all they care about, they're just greedy fuckers. And I can understand like, oh, well, the corporations are against it because they want to be able to pollute and everything. And we are for the corporations and making money. But now most of these corporations are like, yeah, we're really, we need to fucking stop and really do put some effort into this. I, I can't understand. Is it just one of those things like they've been so against it for so long because in the past it was like a liberal progressive ideal that they just can't fucking go along with it now. Like they're too entrenched and being against it. I mean, I don't understand what the fuck it is. No, like you said, 90 fucking 9% of the scientists are like, yeah, this is fucking happening. Dumbasses. I, I think it's more like, you know how Trump views the world. He views the world by watching, shows cable news networks and cable news networks make it look like there's an actual debate going on about climate, you know, cause they bring up one scientist and say, you know, you're all about climate change. You believe in it. Mm-hmm. It's like, no, there, there's no believe in it. It's there that <laughs> the, 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 take that belief part out. That doesn't even fucking the, no, there, there's no belief anymore. It is reality. And then they have another jackass on there and like, oh, well, you don't believe in it. You know, so it gives this appearance that there's an actual 50-50 debate. It's like, no, th- no, there's not. There is not a 50-50 debate. Not even close. So Cable's new ne- news networks, once again, have completely fucked the psyche of America because they have to sell advertising and they have to pull viewers in to get them to watch whatever so the way that they do that is by creating these fabricated fucking things like that there's an actual debate on climate change there's no debate the debate has been over for a long time Mm. now i mean i get that when it comes to the average ordinary moron out there because most people are fucking idiots i guess what a lot of these politicians are yeah but dude most of them are like 
degreed and they've been and they see that like they were there they're getting these there scientists come before them and degreed people that are fucking morons no, no, no. i know but i mean like they work with these people like they have the scientists that work for the government that come out and they have all the information and they they get briefed on this stuff they like they see a lot of stuff and they know a lot of things going on in the background that average person doesn't know and their job is to know all the information like the fucking moron that fucking you know works at the gas station or something and goes home and watches fox news like that dumbass i i get him fucking be like oh fucking yeah only 50 it's like a half half it's fucking toss up no moron no I, I don't get anybody because if you're that passionate about something you should do some fucking research and look into it uh, yeah okay <laughs> okay yeah most I, don't, do I don't i don't give anybody any fucking slack oh. on that if you are slack I just... if you're that passionate that you're gonna argue and have a stance about something mm-hmm. you better fucking have the facts yeah well we know that ain't the case <laughs> so i'm getting fucking sick of this facebook twitter youtube bullshit where everybody has a fucking opinion and everybody's opinion has to be validated and oh well that's there it's just your opinion no there are facts and then there are falsehoods i'm not saying everything that's out there has a fact and a falsehood i'm just saying that there is a lot of shit that does have a fact climate change is one of them well there's there are alternative facts too (laughs) don't forget about those no there are not I got one more thing. I think it's kind of funny. I heard this. I thought this was a funny little story. <laughs> so, this is a total non sacred. It has nothing to do with anything else that we've talked about. But I was just, because I, I was waiting for Game of Thrones to come back on. Like, goddamn, I was looking at it. Like, Does that fucking thing come back on here pretty soon? Uh, next month. Yeah, I know. I'm like, fucking eh, Game of Thrones. Not- fucking Game of Thrones. So, <laughs> I'm like, great. We can start doing our fucking game of thrones talk that'll waste 15 minutes every week and yeah. you don't have to talk about trump but i i was thinking about because i heard this story too there's this uh guy he's like on twitter and he goes by the dark overlord and okay. he did the he did this thing where he stole like um he broke it hacked into netflix and got like the orange is the new black season the new one it just got released like this week but he had it like a couple months ago and he's okay. like black tr- trying to blackmail Netflix, like, hey, if you don't give me such and such amount of money in fucking Bitcoin, which right off the bat, fuck that guy just for asking for Bitcoin, then, because who the fuck uses that really? He's like, then... A lot of people, actually. Then I'm going to release these episodes onto the dark web for everybody to see. Netflix is like, eh, whatever. (laughs) Fuck it. We don't give a shit. We're not getting you any money. So that went over like a lead balloon, and he ended up releasing like some of the episodes, I guess. So... He put out a message a couple weeks ago, like a warning to, I think it's ABC. It doesn't fucking matter. Um, one of the major networks saying, hey, I've, I've got into your shit and I've got some of your shows and I'm going to release them. <laughs> and I think it was ABC. And they're like, yeah, whatever, dude. <laughs> We're not fucking paying you any money, asshole. So he, the show that he released first just like last week was... It's a show I haven't heard of, but everybody knows who Steve Harvey is. They remember him from like oh, Miss, Uni- Miss Universe fame. <laughs> that fucking guy. <laughs> he's terrible. Fucking hate so, that guy. So he's got a show coming out called Steve Harvey's Thunderdome, which I don't ask me what it's what? about. <laughs> I have no idea. But evidently, like the show that 
fucking the Dark Overlord decided that he was going to release was Steve Harvey's Thunderdome. And he released like eight episodes. And they said like after a few days, like he's all excited. You got to think he's excited. Like, oh, I hacked in. I got their shit. And I told them and they're not fucking paying me. I'm releasing these shows now. and They're going to yeah. be sorry. They put out like eight episodes and literally they had like zero fucking hits. Like nobody went on and downloaded them. <laughs> <laughs> it's like now I'm like do I feel bad for the dark overlord because his plan was so terrible and it backfired or do I feel even more sorry for Steve Harvey because nobody <laughs> gives a shit about Thunderdome no that don't <laughs> don't ever feel sorry for Steve Harvey that guy's a piece of shit oh he's terrible but so evidently nobody wants to see Steve Harvey's Thunderdome yeah Steve Harvey is the Tim Tebow of comedians <laughs> I'm that's serious. one way. That's one way of putting it. He he takes his platform and he wants to make if apostle. You know, he wants to make everybody a fucking Christian. It's like, eh. dude, people went to Family Feud to watch a fucking show, <laughs> not to fucking hear you talk about Jeebus. Shut the fuck well, up. I'm not gonna lie. I never watched it with him. Uh, the only time I've no, I've I just seen remember seeing like uh, somebody posted on Facebook. It was like a it was a behind the scenes thing. Like he, it's. You know, he'll bring it up like here and there in some of the episodes, I think. Mm-hmm. Like I saw one where somebody was, uh, they said, name something that you pass around. And the guy like buzzed in and said a joint. Yep. And Steve Harvey <laughs> was like, oh, this nation's going to hell, blah, 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 blah. You know, but it was like, whatever. But then I did see one. This was like years ago, but it was like a behind the scenes thing um, where he's addressing the whole audience and he's talking about the power of god and blah 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 i'm like fuck this cunt oh i'd be so pissed like if i showed up i mean there there's no fucking way i'd go to family feud and watch it live let alone (laughs) in tv um but if i went to a show that i really liked and then the host just started talking jesus to me i oh man i'd fucking go crazy on him like you piece of shit. Like this no. This this is entertainment. We're not here to fucking be talked to about Jeebus. Leave us the fuck alone. Ah. Uh, just like Tim Tebow. It's like we're we're just watching football. We do not need to know about your fucking God. Your imaginary God, friend. You've turned you've turned your back on the Lord. Yeah, yeah. Long time ago and there's no Lord, so <laughs> Well, anyway, that's. I want to befriend that guy because if we ever need anything hacked, we know he's the guy. He can get. <laughs> he can make it happen. You should. Um, you probably work for cheap too, because he's not. Yeah. He's not doing too good, evidently. You should like leak a fake story that he hacked us and got one of our episodes early. Mm-hmm. To try and like get us somewhere in the news, it so people would know about us. See, I can't. I don't want to fuck with him because evidently, I mean, look, he, what? he doesn't. What do you have what, on your computer? He doesn't. Oh, dude, I I don't have anything. My computer's out in the open, so the no. fucking anybody can get on my computer. I leave it up all the time, so I don't. If I'm, I I take the the Brad method now. If I do anything, I pull it up on my phone. <laughs> so. No, yeah, no your more. phone is much more secure. Well, as far as like where nobody in the house can get to it, I'll put it that oh, way. Oh yeah. But yeah, I dude, like I don't even fucking look up anything illegal on there. You know. 
<laughs> I keep it. I mean, I keep it reasonable. I don't have to fucking shenanigans. I don't want the fucking feds breaking in my door and fucking hauling me off like Jared Fogle or something. <laughs> it's like, oh, look at that kind of shit, dude. I'm fucking grown ass women. Maybe very young ones. <laughs> look at those 20 year old Japanese girls are all right. Get some pretty good fucking. You find some pretty good stuff with them, but they all look younger too. So it's kind of it's kind of seedy and creepy, but yet you like you know they're legal, but they all still look so young. <laughs> God damn anyway, it. yeah, let's get off of that. Let's wrap this fucking thing. <laughs> deflect, let's wrap this up. deflect. Yeah, let's get let's, <laughs> let's bail out of this fucking thing. I'm hitting the eject button. <laughs> uh, yeah, I got nothing else. What a wide range of things we went through today. Yeah, we did. We had a we had a gambit of a whole all, bunch of shit all over the fucking map, dude. And and we weren't vicious like the liberals usually are. Like Ivanka Trump said, she didn't expect the people in D.C. and the politicians to be so vicious like the way they are toward her dad. We weren't. Vi- we took it easy on him today. I just called him a piece of shit and asshole on a few things a couple times. But yeah. Yeah, only. But that's about it. Not too bad. Anyway, that's, folks. Yeah, anyway. <laughs> Hope you enjoyed it. Hmm? Uh, check out our other shows. The Utterly Pointless Podcast. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The mm-hmm. Totally Worthless Podcast. Mm-hmm. And, and apparently, Andy and the Bratastic Voyage. That's right. It, you know why? Because the Intellectual Saviors Podcast Network is expanding rapidly. <laughs> We're the rapidly expanding Intellectual Saviors Network. And and if our buddy uh, Joey gets his fucking show up and running like he said, man, what a fucking stack lineup. <laughs> it's growing so fast. We'll have a plethora of shows. Actually, I would be very curious to see Joe's because he's a little bit of a different mind than we are. Mm-hmm. He is a Christian, and he considers himself a right winger. So, yeah, I think he's probably more moderate. Yeah, I mean, I mean if he, he if he listens said, to us, he's said that he plays the fences, but I yeah, I think you know if people ask him, he identifies himself as you know uh, on the right. But he said he likes to play the fence. He probably just does be that in the, middle of the road. Be- because let's face it, people on the right are all fucking psychopaths. And if he's more middle of the road, he claims to be right wing. Then they're just like, oh my god. And then he starts talking. And they're like, oh, he's actually, he's actually sensible to an extent. And see, it makes him look better than he is. I know what he's fucking. <laughs> up. I know what he's up to. <laughs> so I'd kind of be curious to see what what he brings to the table. Yeah. Now, hey man, we need we need. That's fine, dude. We would take a right wing voice on the fucking podcast yeah. network. Yeah, the number one podcast network in the world. Yeah, totally. Mm-hmm. Uh, check out our Canadian brethren at Podblocked. We're going to add them on the network. They just don't know it yet. Yeah. I mean, I know <laughs> that. Well, they were on a network. I don't know if they're still on that network. But yeah, they can come over too. <laughs> we're very inclusive. We'll take anybody. Yes. I mean, and we really their, will take anyone. Their other show, which I don't even know is still going. 742 Evergreen Terrace. <laughs> yeah, we need to look into this shit before you promote it. Yeah, because apparently I was promoting another podcast for <laughs> it's been weeks and weeks. DOA for a little while now. Hey, nah. 
That's what happens when you don't pay attention to that shit. I blame them for fucking not listening to our show to alert us to the fact that they don't have a show anymore. <laughs> no, it's I kind of their. I blame kind of them the more for not like saying anything on Facebook because if they saw it, said it on Facebook, I probably would have seen it. That's true. But they didn't say shit. They just that's true. It is their fault. They Fuck those guys. Decided to just say fuck it and end the show. So I I guess it's time for me to unfollow that then, huh? I don't need to be following <laughs> them anymore. Probably not. <laughs> Got no reason to. But um, I, I think you said it all. Fuck it. Let's end the show. <laughs> yep. All right, folks. Have a good week. Suck a dick. Or that. Fuck yourselves. Or that, too. Go fuck your mother. I would not recommend any of that. Go eat shit out of your father's ass. That I highly, highly recommend. I mean, not go f- recommend. Go finger bang your dog. What? I don't know, dude. Are we still going? Uh, I mean, I'm still recording. Oh, let's stop doing that. Okay. <laughs>